Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Tina Horn, and this is Interrobang. And Interrobang is when a question mark and an exclamation point are next to each other. Really, that's the actual name for that. You'll find an interrobang at the end of the name of my podcast, Why Are People Into That? See how it kind of needs both the question mark and the exclamation point in there? Interrobang is also a short, exclusive segment that you get when you subscribe to Wire People Into That on Acast, which you've done. So thank you for supporting Indie Pervert Media. On this episode of Interrobang, my guest is Chelsea Poe. Chelsea is a queer porn force to be reckoned with. In this episode, we discuss butt selfies, sexting close calls, and the future of trans porn. Chelsea, do you like sexting? That's all right. Yeah? yeah. Do, you, do, uh, do you like like sending pictures, or do you like... Ver- you were saying you're a very verbal person, yeah. so does the idea of being like humiliated or dominated like by someone via sexting is that intriguing to you yeah it's really filthy because i'm like in whole foods and i'm getting all these fucked up texts or whatever yes um yeah that's kind of hot yeah. yeah that's one of the things that i talk about in my my book i have a new book out about sexting and uh i definitely talk about how like one of the ways that you can sex is when you know that your partner is doing something boring and you know that that your partner has good has like a lock screen and like is not going to be like uh, you know have the wrong. Oh. I, I ran into an issue with this recently. Oh please! Actually, oh please! I left my phone in Michigan at my mom's house and she had my phone. And I kind of have a mommy like we do some stuff occasionally, and they were texting me the filthiest shit. Oh no! So I was getting it on my computer, and my mom's like, "Oh, I turned your phone off," and I did not trust it at all. I was terrified. Oh my god, mommy and mommies shall (laughs) never shall enjoy me. Oh no. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and they were labeling my phone as mommy at the time. (laughs) So she's like, "Wait, what? I did not say that." (laughs) Yeah, that's that's such risky game you're playing when they're like next to each other on the phone, like with texting. Like, yes, scary. Yeah. Um. Do you have any tips for avoiding situations like that? Just be careful. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think there's any. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just the person who'd be anxious and like, yeah, for hours and be like, oh no, <laughs> like that's it. Um, but do you um do you set your phone so that like nobody there's no previews? 
or no there are previews and there's no there's no lock thing either so but can't you can't you set that i could but why i don't is i used to have a phone and it got water damage yeah um because I went to a phone party and it was like in my bra or something. Uh-huh. And um, I couldn't enter the thing. It wouldn't let me because parts of the screen didn't work. But gotcha. The slide would. Gotcha. So I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Oh my God. So I guess I'm at risk now for that. But I mean, it's it, for some people, it would probably cause major issues in their lives. Um, but it sounds like for you, you're like. Hopefully, mom doesn't see texts from mommy. I mean, my, my mom knows I'm into really fucked up stuff. Like, yeah. we were, um, our whole family was watching, um, Chelsea Handler has a new show on, um, Netflix, and we were watching it, and yeah. there was, like, a BDSM thing, and they were like, why did they call him daddy? I'm like, oh, it's just a BDSM thing, and they're like, what? <laughs> like, oh, that's normal. It's everywhere in the Bay. It's Tuesday. Yeah, it's just a nurturing dominant. Come on. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, I don't know. I also feel like in the gay community, like, it they it is kind of different roles, too. I think, yeah. like, these roles actually do actually have a nurturing thing to them. I totally agree. And, like, it, I mean, second families are totally real in the totally. queer community, and I'm closer to my second family than probably my actual family. Yeah. So I, I feel like those roles kind of actually do really play a real role. Well, I agree. So I would love it if you would answer a question from one of my Patreon patrons. Um, I asked them to send me their questions about sexting because of my new sexting book. Um, and I have uh, one right here that actually it's a question, but it's just phrased as a, not even a sentence. It just says, but selfies. That's the question. But selfies. <laughs> Okay. But no, okay. So, but selfies, how do you take them? I used to use a camera with a timer, but I don't have it anymore, and I can never seem to get it right with an iPhone. Help me, wise master. <laughs> um, get a selfie stick. Yeah? You think the selfie stick is crucial for the butt selfie? I, I know this from Asia Pop. Um, she, She's a very large compo- um, large supporter of the selfie stick, and okay. that's how you do it. And... Um, who else did? I think a celebrity did, like, a tutorial on it, actually. It on butt selfies? It, it might have been Kim. Yeah, I think it might have been yeah. Kim. So there's ways to do it. I do it, I do selfies on my um, MacBook a lot. So oh, I do, like, the three-second thing. But you can get really good butt shots. Um, so do you ever take butt selfies with your phone? No. No, I never do my phone. Um, I don't know. I don't like being on my phone. I, like keyboards and like more stuff oh interesting yeah i barely text on my actual phone i might send three actual texts on my phone a day but everything else so it's just all about the computer yeah oh cool i like having a keyboard Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all that stuff so what do you have any tips for using a laptop to take a good butt selfie lighting's important tell 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 me more like what what is your lighting tip um i would just say Probably backlighting is mm-hmm. a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. I have Philips Hue lamps, so I can change all the settings, nice. all the different color settings. Nice. So I can get exactly the way I want it. So yeah, if you want to invest in that for butt selfies, it's like two hundred bucks. But you can always Worth have your it. room. You can always have your room be like purple. Worth it. And you can make really cool porn with it. That's actually um, what we made fucking mystic with every single scene. So nice. The same lights. So or put a perfect thing for. Um, Amazon wish list. 
Yeah. If people will do that, that's how I got mine. Cool. Highly suggest it because you can do everything with those lights. Um. So what about like? Okay, so you're taking it with the like photo booth on your laptop, right? Yes. Do you like press the button and then it goes like one, two, three and takes a picture and then you like get into position really quick? No, I have like my ass out already like towards the camera and do like the twist around thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So you want to be able to see it and make it perfect. Totally. What makes a great butt selfie though? That's what I want to know. I mean, that's it's all subjective. I guess so. But do you feel like the butt selfies like look the best when you get like that that like, like great angle of the curve? Yeah, as much curve as possible. I took one really good butt selfie and I was really pumped about it recently. I don't know. It just, what was great about it? It was just like very centered. <laughs> and it was just like, wow, it's really centered. I was really Symmetry. pumped about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. I really like my ass, so it works. Do you ever so do you like record videos to send to people? Not really. Um, I don't really like making videos, per se, um, unless it's... I mean, it's my job. Yeah. So if I'm doing, like, a film, I'm down for that. But, like, the idea of being like, I'm going to send you a video, nothing. Yeah. Like, but what about a picture? Do you sext pictures to people? Sometimes. Um, it depends. I mean, I just have so many nudes on file where I'll just, like, here you go. <laughs> like, you don't know it wasn't taken today, you know? <laughs> Oh my god! Like that's I have a so few funny. really good boob shots. I'm just like that's what I send to people. Yeah, even though it's from six months ago, oh they, they'll never know. That's so funny. So you think that recycling selfies is an okay thing to oh, do? Oh yeah, of course. It, no one knows. Yeah, it's a victimless crime. It really is. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Everybody wins. Um, I guess like I sometimes. Uh, part of the excitement of getting a selfie is the real-time aspect of it, like knowing that that person just took that for me right now in the moment. I guess I'm I'm jaded because I'm on camera every day for sure. camming, so... Sure. Um, yeah. I don't do a lot of selfies. Um, I don't like using my phone particularly. Right, right, right. So I might do... When I'm traveling, I do Instagram a bit, yeah. but for the most part, it's just like wake up, do makeup, get food, go on cam, yeah. and then try to avoid that at all costs afterwards. Totally, totally. Um, as a professional cam performer, model, professional. talent, <laughs> professional. Guess. Yeah. Um, do you have tips for people for putting on Skype shows for one another? Like, no. if like, <laughs> No, just have fun. Like, I, no, I don't have any real tips. Um, the way I do most of my shows are like peep show style where I'll just – I'll masturbate, just enjoy yourself um, kind of thing. So you don't really, like, talk to... Um, not usually. I've had a few Dom shows in the last week. I don't know how that's happened. I think like, I've you've just... been the Dom? No, I've been the sub, and I've just been, like, really horny. I've just been talking about it in my cam room. Yeah. And it just, like, kind of worked out the last week, which I might be doing more of in the future. But for the most part, it's just really vanilla stuff, because most men who are into trans women just want to see us masturbate. Interesting. And I'm like... Okay. I have an open mouth gag. I have five cocks here. Like, let's do something. And they're like, no, just masturbate. Yeah. Again, you like want to be creative and conceptual and people are like, no. Yeah. When I worked at King Clive, it was really disappointing because there's like a fucking machine. There was a Sibian and Mm. there's like, can you just masturbate alone and like not do anything? Just like. It's a living. Like other girls are like peeing on themselves and drinking their own piss and shit. It's just like me being like, yeah, I masturbated. 
So do you, what do you think is the future of trans porn? I think it's just going to keep evolving. I think it's going to go to a, um, it's going to expand. Um, like the industry is going to get bigger. There's going to be more companies, more talent. I mean, yes. More of an audience. I think just what, I, I think it could be more of an audience. I mean, I hear that trans porn's a fast screwing genre in porn. I don't know what that's based on. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's why I heard at AVN a bunch. Yeah. Um, Sounds so. like the kind of statistic that people would be happy to throw around. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. But could they actually panel back it up? And they're like, here's Chelsea Poe in the fastest genre of porn that's growing. I'm like, whoa. I don't know about all that. But yeah. um, I think the genre is evolving. Um, just like mainstream porn evolved in the mid-2000s with Stoy and Sasha Gray and queer porn and feminist porn and all that stuff. Um, in alt porn, I think it's just evolving to a point. And I think you're seeing more and more trans women really having their own desires and showing those more than just... That's awesome. I'm going to masturbate. Um, just because I feel like there's no options for trans porn really before. Mm-hmm. So all you have is vanilla. Right. So I think just... Um, being able to bring something else to it opens up. And also just the concept that the majority of people who watch mainstream porn are straight men. The majority of people who watch trans porn are straight men. Right. And there's all this segregation going on. And right. I think it's honestly unfounded because those are a lot of the same men are buying both things. Right. Having one trans woman on a site is not going to scare people off. I think you're right. And so I think it's just going to take time for companies to realize this. Um, and you'll slowly see more and more trans women. Also, I think the um, performer-producer model is the future of porn, where everyone's just going to be making their own films. And cool. I think that's going to be really good for expand, just to see real transsexuality. And you'll see way more extreme things. And you'll see way more, probably, um, soft things. And just, like, way more... Um, nuance with porn and i think what nika noel's doing in um new england is terrific um it's a, a lot of it's vanilla for my personal taste yeah that, but um it's just like really well written trans porn that's not fetishizing that's um just like really interesting roles and really interesting characters and i think that's really important but i think it's going to be a lot of trans women making their own content in the future that are going to change the industry and change the genre. I don't think that four straight cis men calling trans women slurs is going to be forever in porn. Like, I just don't think that's going to last. Just like you saw a lot of the stuff from the 90s with all the slurs against cis women kind of disappear. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, I mean, I think that... um you that's exciting to hear and i have been really excited also to like see you to like hear you popping up in like various uh media outlets like being an advocate for trans porn and like talking about the way that trans women are like fetishized and the way that slurs are used so openly and um so i think that you're making a lot of that change happen chelsea Thanks. Yeah, I'm actually skipping a trans award show today, so it's great. <laughs> You're like over it. Oh yeah, totally. Cinekink is way better. It's way more of an experience. Way more my people than awards where there's like stroker of the year. Like oh I'm, good. I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. I'm good. What? 
out. It's, yeah. That, that does seem to be the sort of, um, the pattern of what I'm hearing is that you're just like, you don't have any fucks to give. You are like doing what you actually want and people are really responding to it and you're changing the game. I'm trying to, we'll see. I don't know if one person can change the game. There's, I mean, again, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing without Toby Holmeyer and Drew DeVoe making it possible for making a space for trans women in porn and queer porn before me, um, which I feel like this genre is just going to keep evolving and queer um, trans women are and keep pushing it further. And I think there's going to be people after me who are going to hopefully push away further and make me look like a sellout. So I'm hoping that happens. <laughs> like, I can't wait to sell out. I wish I could sell out. There's not much, there's nothing to sell out to. No one will, yeah. s- there's no one buying. in. So where do you see yourself in five years? I've been getting this question a lot. Um, yeah. I wanted to say I'm going to run for mayor in my hometown, but I'm not. That would be amazing. Right? That would be such a good answer. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be doing this in some capacity. Um, I've been doing, five years ago, I was making this in basements in Michigan. Yeah. If five years, I'm doing that again. I'm fine with that. Um, I don't know. This whole experience is something I never really anticipated through art. Um, growing up, being in bands and stuff, I'm like, wow, if someone in Chicago eventually hears this, it's amazing. Yeah. It's famous. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like I have films showing all over the world and shit. And it's really, it's really amazing. And I'm really blessed to be in this situation. And um, I don't know. I have no clue what five years is going to be. I know I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now as long as I keep enjoying and keeping creative projects and I keep doing it. Um, I'm probably doing porn in some capacity for the rest of my life, so I don't think. But also, um, being a woman, I mean, your sexual peaks around like 28, 29. Well, in terms of people's perception of you. Yeah, but um, and like physical peak for like athletes, which I think porn is super athletic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, you're going to have less energy, honey, by the time you're, you know. Yeah. In your early 30s. But so I'm going to be 29 in five years. So hopefully I'm going to be making the best stuff of my career. We'll see. I can't wait. Hopefully. I'll we'll be see. watching. And Creep. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be MILF porn yet. I mean, I started getting called a MILF when I was like 27. See, I'm still so. doing teen stuff right now. Well, there so you go. We'll see. I can't wait until it like, because it, it just happens one day. Yes. So I'm. You go from teen to milf. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that to go to milf. That's gonna be really fun. I think. Well, I can't wait to see your milf porn. I can't wait either. I'm really excited about it. I think like two more years. I think, I think once I right. hit 26, I think I'm gonna. Oi, that's true. Hoping, <laughs> hoping. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much. Thank for you so much for having coming me. on the podcast. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Um, you can find me at Chelsea. Wait, you can find me at ChelseaPoe.com, um, on Twitter at, at ChelseaPoe666. My Instagram is at FakeChelseaPoe. And I think that's about it. Cool. So thank you so much. And where can people buy your porn? Um, RealQueerPorn.com. Um, you can also find it at um, Pleasure Chest locations. Um, oh, great. In all the, both the New York location, Chicago, and LA. Sweet. Yep. Great. Well... Thanks for being uh, for being my guest and talking Thank about you dirty so much. stuff. Yeah. Interrobang is produced and hosted by yours truly, Tina Horn. 
Our theme music is by my brother from another mother, Moot. Check out his gorgeous tunes at markedeutsch.bandcamp.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-D-E-U-T-S-C-H. Follow at Tina Horns S on Twitter and Instagram and visit whyarepeopleintothat.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.